Hello, everybody, all across the globe, uh, people listening to Rugby Coffee. Um, this is our 11th episode, and we are fortunate to have someone uh, with us sitting in South Africa, someone who is a SA student sevens player. Um, she's also uh, at the University of Pretoria. She represents... Uh, us at Rugby Coffee as a brand ambassador, and she's also our first female brand ambassador. Um, she's fairly new to rugby, and um, she's done amazing things in a short career, and we'll chat about it, but um, she is a fantastic person, and we're very glad to have her involved. Welcome, Sunei Boota. Hello, everyone. Um, hello, Kurnay. I hope you are very well today. Yeah, it's cold over here. and um, I know where you're sitting, some, somewhere where I used to live as a youngster. So can you tell people about where you are at the moment? Well, at this moment, I am in South Africa, as you have mentioned, in Grobdersdal, um, I wish I could have had some of your cold this side because I'm dying of the heat um, this time of the year. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's Grobdersdal here in Limpopo. Yeah, and you've got um, aircon in the house, didn't you? Uh, unfortunately, I only have it in the in the um, bedroom. There's no aircon in the rest of the house, so it's quite hot. Yeah, Grobdersdal you know, is a hot place and citrus, a lot of citrus and, um, you know, stuff like that being produced around Grobersdal area. Yes, uh, that is correct. And with the pandemic that's going on, a lot of farmers have decided to even increase their um, citrus. So we have a lot of new citrus trees planted as well this year. Oh, wow. can only be a yes. good thing. No, that's good. Um, I love that part of the world. Um, definitely hot in the summer, that's for sure. So how was your festive time? Sunai? With the pandemic and everything, I have to say we had an amazing time. Uh, I was with my boyfriend's parents this year. Uh, we make, you know, uh, every year we go to the other parents' house. So this year was my turn to be yeah. with his parents. Uh, we were in full water, which is just as hot. Um, not a big crowd, only the parents, the three brothers, and we had an amazing time in the swimming pool. Yeah, that's the way to do it. It's a bit of a bribe. Yes. <laughs> um, swimming pool and, you know, a uh, nice cold drink uh, when you need it. Yes, that is South Africa. Always a bribe. Yeah. Yeah, the lifestyle, I admit it. <laughs> but look, that's so good to hear that uh, you had a good time. Um, so 2021, you know, it's so uncertain. Everybody, uh, you know, put away 2020, locked it up, um, you know, got rid of it. But 2021 still goes in with a bit of optimism, but obviously there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, despite all of that, what would you say you would like to achieve this year? What What are your goals? You know, going looking ahead. You know, um, first of all, my goal every time I 
do any sport is I just want to be better than I was the previous year or the previous practice or whatever the case may be. So I just want to improve myself in the game, in the situation. Um, and that's that's my only goal I have because if I can improve myself with every practice, I will get where I want to be. Oh, that's fantastic. And you... You are. Are you finishing your study uh, studies this year, or have you finished just? Oh no. Um. Um. I had. I did my sports education degree last year. Uh. So one year courses, and then this year I started with my education degree. So I'm only first. Oh well, last year. Sorry, I'm. We're in 2021 now. Um. So I'm doing second year education in 2021. Oh, yes. fantastic. So you still a student, yes. um, a student at heart, but you're also doing some work. Yes, um, I'm a part-time waitress as well, just for some extra money. Fantastic. And you, that helps you get through things. And, you know, as a student, some students sit, sit back and relax and do their studies, but you had to do both. So hats off okay. to you. Um, is it difficult to do it? Like I have that? to say, um, in the beginning of 2020, before the pandemic, um, I had my studies, I had the rapi, and I had to go to work. So things were a bit hectic, but I have to say, I kind of missed it because now sitting here doing nothing is almost just as bad as being busy the whole day. Yeah, you can't have it no. in both, but it on both sides. But. Um, it's good to, to to you know have that drive to be able to say, look, I'm doing. I I take this in my hands and I I control what I can control. So um, hats off to you. Like I said, um, it's the same in rugby, isn't it? You know, you make you make your luck. You work hard. You you try things. You make sure you're in. Uh, in there prepared and you making sure you're doing the hard work um, and then it pays off most yes of the time. and if it does not work out as you hoped it would have been you just go back and you try again yes. so you learn you learn uh, and the next time you might step the other way because the, the the number 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 eight um, is not very good at changing direction but very good at following you know so then you avoid the big number eight. That's um, that's for sure. So, what can I can I ask you a bit about? You know, how old you are now? Where are you from? Were you always into sport? You know, just want to get to know you a bit better. Okay, so I'm currently twenty. Um, I'm turning twenty-one in this year, um, in April, and I've so. Can I stop you <laughs> yes. there? So that makes you a millennium yes. baby. A 2000. Correct. Wow. Correct. That is amazing. Look, 2021. All right, you're turning 21. Fantastic. All right, carry on. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you, but that's a big, important yes. thing. 2000. I'm a 2000 baby. And I was born and raised in Pretoria my whole life. I've been there. Um, except for high school, I was in boarding school. In high school, I went to Brits. Um, I was in a, a farm school in Brits, 
was a very fun time in my life um, to go to boarding school. And then I came back to Pretoria with my studies and yeah, I'm still I'm still living in Pretoria. My mom and dad are also there. And um, sports, if I have to say in primary school, I didn't really do any sports, but high school is when sport became a very important part in my life. I did a lot of athletics. I did track. That's what I did. Um, I also played softball. I got my provincial clothes in softball. And then netball was my favorite sport in school, was definitely netball. So what position? Um, I played either center or wing attack. Yes. Uh And... When you got your colours in softball, did did you think you were you were looking to go further with that sport, or was netball the number one sport that you faced? Unfortunately, um, I couldn't go on with netball or softball because in 2016, that's the uh, year just after I got my um, colours. Is yes, I injured my knee. I had an ACL replacement in 2016 um so i couldn't really play netball or softball or anything that year 2017 i did netball again i started in the beginning of the year and i injured my knee again in 2017 i had another surgery um and in 2018 was i played netball i didn't really want i i don't know i wasn't into the softball anymore i don't didn't like it as much as the netball um, and then in 2019, I had my last surgery so far in my knee. So the rugby is a bit rough on my knee, but it's it's worth it. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you about how did you then get into rugby, especially if you have a knee injury, that uh, knee replacement or ACL replacement, sorry, not a knee replacement, but an ACL replacement, uh, and then a couple of more um, sort of surgeries on it. How come did you get into rugby and how did this all happen? Well, I have a very supportive mom. My mom was always that that parent that is next to the field, screaming, going, you know, that parent, that's my mom. Yep. And she, yeah, I've got the yes. same one. <laughs> it is very good. I love my mom to bits, and she was the one that saw the basically advertisement on Facebook that there is um, rugby at Tux, and she's like, "Should I just go and try it?" Because at that point, I could pass a ball. That's the only thing I didn't know the rules. I didn't know anything. I could pass a ball. My cousin, he he taught me how to pass a rugby ball. And she's like, just go try it. And I went to try it and I just kept on going. <laughs> wow. So were you at the university already by that time? Or mm. how did you how did you did you go out from school? How did um, it work? It was my final year, my matric year, when my mom saw the um, thing on Facebook. I think it was just before my matric exams that my mom saw it and they basically had trials because the university give out bursaries for students that they believe can be very good players and my mom said well I can I'm didn't even 
uh, apply at the University of Pretoria to study there. I've only applied at Poch. Um, so my mom said, just go try it. And when I got there, the coach, Coach Rian, said, no, they will give me a bursary because I can pass a ball. And I have, I think the netball and the softball and everything gave me, I th- which I, I believe, a good hand-eye coordination so I could catch the ball out of the air and, you know, things like that. And they offered me a bursary. And that's when I applied. Well, it was the applications was already closed, but my coach organized for me to get into Tux. Ah, amazing. Because that's the thing, you know, I want to say to people, you know, those youngsters who are looking at that skill development you do by playing all sorts of ball sports and, you know, um, just having a game and the, the different sports um, gave you that skill level, even though you haven't played rugby at school um, or before. Gave you that skill level and you went and, and your skill level, I spoke to your coach and they said you were the best out of how many people were there um, that they pulled About, together? About, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I can't remember. Between 15 and 20 girls that, that showed up for the trials. Yeah, and he said you were far the best, you know, um, at that stage in terms of skill level. Obviously, your understanding of the game, etc., needed to be added to it, but um, it shows you um, how that impo- how important the skill is. I mean, you go and talk to top coaches. Uh, you, you know, most of the time, speak to a Russi or a, a Eddie Jones or any other coach. The skill level um, under pressure. If you can get that right, you know, at the best of your ability then you are valuable to the team. And you, you you obviously had that. And the coach saw that. And now you at the University of Pretoria, which is my old university and somewhere I absolutely loved my time, you know, playing rugby there, studying there, the people I've met, et cetera, et cetera. Do you find it the I'm, same? I'm very glad that I did decide to change my um, university to Tux. Um, I'm having a great time there, and I just think because I wouldn't have lived still in Pretoria with my parents, I would have been far away. Um, so everything about me staying at Tux just made sense, and I'm very glad that I made that decision. Yeah, and you know, I mean, uh, the university is probably loads different to when we were there. I was there in 1993, it was my first year there. Um, and I was at 94, I can't even remember so long ago. Um, but we had a great time there. And, you know, the university's rugby, um, the men's rugby, has always been one of the um, places where there was always blue bulls or professional players or provincial players in the back then, now professional uh, players. And Springboks was uh, produced, you know, and now with the women's rugby taking uh, a bit of a, a, a sort of spot in the university sport, it sort of seems like um, it gives, it's, it's still doing that. It gives people that opportunity 
and and then people will then from this base potentially go on and represent and i know rugby women's rugby in south africa is quite smallish still there's still a lot to growth to be done um, a lot to be done in terms of school and club rugby in, in terms of raising the numbers etc but there's a lot of athletes and a lot of people that potentially can can um, get uh, build their rugby career there you know and then from that obviously you get a network and etc how do you see um, rugby at tax at the moment for women um, I think at tax south it, we have a great team we are usually more than enough players to take on tour um, but I feel like we can always be more girls um, be like we can make two teams instead of just one team um, I will never say we have enough girls we can always get more girls and I would love to see more girls try the sport. Um, I feel like girls are afraid to play the sports. Um, I mean, if you watch 15s on TV, if you watch the Springboks or whoever, it, it looks a bit rough. It does. It's a bit scary to see yourself in a position like that. But if you play the sports and you are on the field, it's just a different feeling than if you just watch the game. Um, so I feel like people have the wrong idea that it's a lot of injuries and stuff like that. But I mean, if I can play with one knee, I feel like anyone can just come and play the sport or at least come and try it. Um, but I, I personally think Tux is doing very great with the amount of goals that we currently have. We also have an under-18 team. Um, I think the, the goals there are between... 16 and 18 coming from different schools coming in to try the sports so I'm very glad about that they're not doing as good as the um, senior team if I can say it like that but basically it's just 18 and up so I just hope that we can have more teams on in the under 18 team and more teams in the senior team just to get a lot of girls to participate in the sports yeah, look, rugby, um, like we say, it's a way of life. It's not just the game, it's a way of life. And, you know, once you experience a few games and a few situations on the pitch and then the time before games and the time after games with the, the teammates, uh, you know, that uh, what you have there is much more than just running around on the pitch. Do you agree? I do agree. And I feel like... People don't understand the joy and the feeling that you get inside of you if you just have your first try. And you think that feeling goes away, but with every try you make, it's it's that same feeling. And um, people don't see it as a way of life and that feeling inside of you that just grows, but they see it as a lot of running instead. (laughs) So you have played rugby for how long? Um, I've started in twenty late 2018, so basically started in 2019 uh, up until now. But I don't feel like 2020 really counts as much. <laughs> no. So if you can say you basically had one year. Yes, that's correct. One, one proper season yes. of rugby. 
Now, in that, from that one proper season, now already you've achieved some amazing things. You went on tour a number of times with, oh, is it just once or twice you went to tournaments for uh, the university? No, we had, in 2019, we went on five tours across the globe. Yes. Wow. So, um, and then... And where did you go? Okay, so our first tour was to France. We played there. Um, we played two tournaments in France, actually. And then we went to... Where did we go after that one? I know we went to, Italy. to Italy. Oh, no, well? Italy was the, the, SA, the SA students tournament. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. we went to Dubai, Germany. Oh, yeah. We went to Germany for the Oktoberfest. Um, we yeah. went to Spain. Um, yes. And then, yeah, it's so it's that those five Spain, Germany, Italy, Dubai, and France. And so, how, how did you guys do as a university team, which is quite a young, young sort of team in those tournaments? Um, we've, my personal opinion, I think we did very good in all of our tournaments. Um, in Dubai, where it's a lot of teams are very highly rated teams and you know, they are much further in women's rugby than we are. Um, we won all of our pool games and then with the semifinals and finals, we didn't, we were all, we won our semifinals almost. I think we lost with one point, but I think we did very good for a university team against uh, the teams that we played that side. Yeah, it sounds sounds like you have a, a really decent team and a good management around you. So then from that, you got invited to uh, the SA Students Sevens team. Tell us about that. Um, that I did not expect that. We also had trials and my mom was also the one that supported me and said, just go and try it. And me, I only played um, not even a half a year of rugby so I didn't really want to go to the trials. I didn't feel like I was good enough. Um, but my mom was, she stood behind me and she was the one that's just telling me I have to try it to know how it will turn out. And I went, I tried it. Um, and when I got the team, I was very excited about it. Um, and we went to Italy. It was a fantastic tour. We All of the students of all of the um, sporting codes, we stayed on the like MSC boats and all of those touring cruise ships. And it, yeah. I think we were on the boat five days before the tournament even started. So we were on a little bit of a holiday before the big game started. And it was really just such a fun experience, especially playing with you have this new team. You didn't really practice together as a team. Now you have to try and play an SA student game with these new players. And it was really just a very great experience overall. What did you guys learn in that short period of time? I have to say... About anything, really. Your sport, the environment, the 
the um, you know going on a big international sort of um, get together meeting, if you want to call it that. I have to say the um, it's a lot more pressure if I can if it makes sense because now I'm not only playing for a club. It's you know you're wearing the green and gold. It's it's a very you have pride putting on your your jersey every time and you feel that that pressure even before you go to the warm up um and you learn how to work under those pressured um scenarios and you um like i said i only played about 6 months and now i'm playing against girls that have played for 4 or 5 years and i learned so much about the game and um how to um, look at the game while on the field to make a difference um, in my team. So I personally learned a lot um, on the field, skills and scenarios and how to read other players, although you don't know them as well as your own team's players, um, how to work with them and communicate on the field just to be a better team. Yeah, you, um, you. I mean, that's a big learning, you know, and um, having that ability to uh, sum up a scenario, sum up a, a team, a player, but then also ha- adapt so you can take the best opportunities um, and then communicate that back into your team um, t- to find those opportunities. Um, as massive. Some people just play the game. They don't really see all these things and, that's a big thing, and, and and you as a team support each other in that, and that's that's cool. If you learn it, learned it in such a short time already, it means um, you know what's whenever you get to play rugby again, that is a bank bank you banked that in the experience, and then hopefully you can add more of that experience to your own game, and that is valuable to the team. So now you now you've got into rugby. What is the biggest thing that hooked you onto the game? Um I have to say I think it's the the team itself. The it's your team you turn into like a little family because you're always together, you're training together. If you go on tour you you're living together in a in a room and you really become like a family you can go to any one of the other girls in the team whenever you have a problem and it's all of your girls just they all understand one another and what the other person are feeling and I feel like it's just this unity that we have formed in the rugby team that made me just want to go back to it every time again so rugby family is is a big thing yes like you said, it's a way of life. Oh, amazing. <laughs> it is, it is. Now, from all of this in your short career, what stands out for you as a highlight or highlights? Is it just this team, um, you know, feeling that you get, that family feeling? Um, or is or is there any other thing that you can say, wow, this, was, this is something that I would have not experienced if I wasn't playing rugby? Well, if I have to say that's something that um, I'm very glad I played rugby because of the experiences, 
the experience that I had to tour the world, or well, not the whole world, but just go to so many countries and seeing so many different things in different countries. Um, that was that's a big highlight for me and our experiences that I will never forget um, in each country. And the fact that I can do it with, you know, my my little own rugby family um, just makes it so much better. Better because after a tournament, we go out and we celebrate and we go and see the the place where we the country and go out into the nightlife, you know, and. Those that's our experiences that I will never forget with people that became my family. Amazing. Now you've done really well um, getting to SS Student Sevens team representing South Africa in that students ga- student games. Um, but what is the game like? We touched on on it, but what's the game like in South Africa? The student game, the women's game. Um, in South Africa at the moment, um, I feel like we off we are developing. You know, we are becoming a bigger thing in South Africa, but I don't feel like it is where it can be. South Africa women's rugby is not as big as it should be, and I think that is mostly because of the um, people have a very wrong idea about women's rugby, and they f- I, they think that you have to be this big girl to play rugby although you can be a big girl and play rugby but you don't have to be you can be a small girl and play rugby as well and people have this misconsumption about rugby and I feel like we can make it a lot bigger in South Africa um, there's we just don't have the sources or um, the right people to make rugby bigger at this moment but I feel like we are getting somewhere slowly but we are getting there and hopefully one day we will be where we want to be with women's rugby great because i've i've seen that south african rugby has has made statements about the women's game and that they are putting more emphasis on it do you can you feel it coming through um is there more of a focus um I I wouldn't say I I see it. The only reason I know about it is because I play rugby myself. But I don't like if I speak to other girls about it. You know, student girls that's not into the in the rugby um, lifestyle. They don't know anything about it. They know about the Blitzbocker, the the men's team. They know all about them. But if you just mention there's an SA women's team. They don't really know about the women's team. And I feel like um, we will have to change that and that everyone knows the women's team just as good as they know the men's team. Yeah, that's, uh, obviously that's a long way to go. But do you think um, schools should um, start looking at doing more rugby skills um, for girls? Um, even if it's in PE? Um, I would say my if I'm done with my studies and everything, I would, I've always, I've had this idea of opening like an academy for rugby girls, you know, for small girls. Um, I know it's very far-fetched and I think that we still have a long way to go to do something like that for girls, but I don't think that schools 
don't have to, you know, necessarily open up for girls, you know, rugby, make rugby teams in schools. Um, but I think that maybe if you have like more places for girls to sign up, if they would want to play like more clubs, more yeah. academies um, for girls from young ages. I mean, boys start playing, I think at the age of seven, they already start playing rugby. Um, and I feel like girls can play with the small boys at that stage. It's not a lot of contact. Um, there's not a lot of injuries. So they can start playing with the boys and, you know, as they get older, have their own team and grow and learn the skills from a very younger age. Because if you look at the girls um, that walks into our club at university level, they we don't have the skills that the men at university level have because they have been playing for many years before the girls even were introduced to rugby. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in the UK, um, if you go to any club, the minis in the club starts from five-year-olds, six-year-olds, and um, the girls and the boys all are in the same group together, and when they turn 10, I think 10 or 11, that's when they split up um, and, and then the girls go and form their own team. By that time, the girls have had a fantastic time. Most of the time, the girls are the best players on the teams in any way. And then they end up being an all-girls team and, and then uh, other girls get introduced as they grow through high school, etc. And... You know, it's a good system and, you know, you can. that's why um, England um, is a top of the game, women's game, you know, for sure. Um, but um, you're talking about it's all uh, for all shapes and sizes, for all sort of, you know, you don't have to be the fastest, etc. Um, you are not very big, are you? You're a small um, uh, player. Um, uh, and what position do you play? And does it stop you from – do you think about your size when you go on the pitch? Um, first of all, I, I think I am I am a small player in general in my team. Uh, but I'm not one of the smallest players in the team. So that makes me feel a bit better. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm a scrum half. Um, over, I'm always playing scrum off. I think it is because of my size. Um but I have to say, I don't think about my size as much. If I'm on the field, there's a lot more going through my head than my size. Uh, I just sometimes I wish I was a little bit stronger because most of our girls are small girls, not very big girls, but they are very stronger than what I should be. So that's my only, the only thing that I do think about is I'm not as strong as the other girls. Yeah, but there's, um, you know, you can get conditioned in a certain way and then have that strength, you know, um, that you need. But then, then don't lose your pace or your 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 footwork, etc. So, um, look, we are very fortunate to have somebody like you that's that's coming from a different angle, coming late into a, um, a rugby environment, absolutely loving it absolutely doing really well and still have plenty of time left in the game you know 
So, um, and obviously you're already talking about your coaching and stuff and setting up an academy so girls can play. So all of those things makes makes you a valuable person for our game. So rugby is a family and rugby is um, pretty big, but it's also pretty small. Uh, if you think about uh, people around you that can help you and think about how it opens doors, you know, is, is massive. Now, we at Rugby Coffee, we're looking in the South African environment, What, where do we have people that um, we know? Where do we, where were we involved before? What sort of markets uh, do we need to sort of um, activate? And the student market is one of them. Um, student market in South Africa is is very active in terms of sport. And, you know, we, we started looking and we went to the University of Pretoria and uh, through a connection that we have through schools rugby, and um, the lady said, why don't you speak to Rian van der Merwe? And we spoke to Rian, um, and he suggested a few players, and we checked the players out, and, and we got to you. And um, we like the fact that we have someone in, in the student environment, someone that's in w- women's rugby, someone who came later rugby, someone who's not the biggest, not the stereotypical bigger rugby player, somebody that's that's smaller. Um, and all of that, you know, shows people that, you know, rugby, you can, you can start it at any time, you know, and you can have a lot out of it. There's things in rugby that you won't get in somewhere else. And there's things in rugby that you learn that you can apply into life. Um, and you uh, are perfect for rugby coffee because we are looking to start our South African um, shop soon where we can um, supply South Africans with rugby coffee. And what then happens is South Africans buying our coffee. Um, some of that um, coffee goes into um, – uh, so, so some of that profit goes into a pot. And from that pot, we support charities that we partner with. And, you know, it's big for us. And we want to have a sustainable business and South Africans are passionate about the game. And so we want to thank you for trusting us to get involved with us. And we are looking forward to this journey ahead um, with rugby coffee, women's rugby, student rugby, rugby coaching, you know, and anything we can do to get kids playing the game. Um, Yes, Gunnar, I think um, I'm very fortunate to be a part of this, the Rappi Coffee team and to be able to make a difference with the charities that um, you guys choose to be partnered with. Um, and I feel like we can make a big difference in a lot of people's life. Um, like Because as you said, you from Rappi, you experience things that you can't experience anywhere else. And I feel like this brand is the correct way to just change people's lives in a better way. And I thank you guys for choosing me out of all of the girls that we have to be a part of your team. No, we, it's our pleasure. Um, seriously, look, so if you, again, you know, you've mentioned it all through this podcast, but if you 
um, want to tell a young uh, girl or boy why they should play rugby, what would your answer be? I would say it's the experience you gain from the sports. Um, like I said, you can't experience it anywhere else. You learn so much life skills and how to deal with situations, how to think think on your toes. Um, you learn to know so many people, um, not only like me that's playing with women, that I don't just learn women players. I learn, uh, I make a lot of new friends in the sports, men and women. So I feel like you have a, your own little family that you have and you can learn so much out of out of the sport than just the sport itself. There's so much life lessons that are in the sport as well. Yeah, amazing. Look, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast, but at the end of the podcast, um, we always have, or we try to remember, that we always have a little three-word game you know, we give you three words. After each word, you just say what comes up in your head. Um, so I want to do that um, now. But um, let's – are you ready for yes. this? I'm as <laughs> um, okay. ready as can let's be. <laughs> okay. So first word, forwards. Big. <laughs> Fitness. Not fun. <laughs> Coffee. I love coffee. Uh, amazing, Sunay. We are uh, fortunate to have you with us, and um, we wish you to, that 2021 um, is a big year for you and anything you do. Um, and we are looking forward to your your, um, your rugby career continuing to develop. And yeah, um we will people will know more about rugby coffee in South Africa soon and um, we've got our roaster ready we got a uh, um we have a representative ready schools clubs individuals we will come and offer you something and hopefully you'll buy into what we do and i must say our coffee um you know the people the feedback that we've had so far in the uk and across the world where we send our coffee to has been really good and the roaster in South Africa is top and know what they do and we're lucky to partner with them. So, um, yeah, Sunay, all the best for the year. Thank you, Gunay. Same to you and I hope that um, we soon get to taste Rappi coffee. Um, I'm so excited to, to get my coffee and just to let everyone have a taste of what it is. Yeah, well, I hope it's arriving soon because it's been sent uh, out a long time ago. And I know it's COVID and I know it was Christmas and I know it was, um, it is also sometimes Africa um, that sort of stops things from moving as fast as it should. But if you get that, it will be a great day because um, we know that. Um, you know, our ambassadors get our coffee and, you know, we can have a feed, have the real feedback coming, coming this way. Look, um, thank you very much. People, you can get the coffee in the UK, Europe uh, at www.rugbycoffee.com. Um, we send across the world, obviously, if you're happy to pay for the shipping. 
but um, we are looking to be in the US next, US, Canada, and South Africa, and then we'll take on other places like Japan, Australasia, um, Middle East, etc. Um, so uh, thank you very much. Um, see you next time.